that was why I wanted to talk about that. You know, I thought the approach to the ebook would be to be honest, to, to tell you the highs, to tell you the lows. And I think out there, uh, most, most guys that have been doing this a long time, uh, I'm sure they can all relate to, to many of the things that I talked about in the ebook. Yep, de- definitely, definitely. And, and I would imagine that in a group of close friends, that would be the reaction, would be to basically grill you for trying it and failing miserably at it. So hey, had you succeeded at it, uh, it would have been probably a different story, which would have been and, interesting. And I'm glad, that. and I'm glad that I didn't succeed and um, had that, um, had that incident happen, say, you would have had an ten, asterisk. 10 years, ago, 10 years ago. Not now, because I think now, um, after for doing this for so long, the league doesn't mean as much to some of the people in the league. But 10 years ago, it meant a whole bunch to everybody. It would have been a big problem. They but again, away. 10 years ago, I learned my lesson from, you know, 1994 that, okay, let's, let's, let's not question, you know, you can't put a price on uh, – I had an incident in a, in a dynasty league that I was involved in this year where the commissioner outright cheated. And his response when called out by the league was deal with it on email. That was his response. Um, my response was uh, terse, to say the least. Very, uh, um, but basically, I, I let him and the league know the way I was going to deal with it, but was by not being a member of that league anymore. And in my 26 years playing fantasy football, I've never quit on a team uh, midseason until that happened. I yeah. could not tolerate this guy outright cheating, bending a, a, an IR rule to give his team a better shot at the playoffs and then telling everyone to deal with it. So that's how I dealt with it. I, I walked away from that league and I had an outstanding team too, but uh, no, I, you know, I think that's probably, I, I can't, move, I, I can't, couldn't deal with that. Uh, I told that guy and I'm still friends with him, uh, you know, on Twitter and uh, even personally, but I told him that I would never, uh, be in a league that he commissioned again can't uh, you can't you can't get that can't uh, take away uh that trust because once that once that's taken away it's hard to get back yeah that leads me into one of the questions i definitely wanted to ask you <laughs> obviously you do play in leagues that you don't commish uh how challenging do you find that are you able to hold your tongue in this case obviously you should not have in other cases have there been times when you're like oh this is just a bad idea do you speak up and try and aid them or go ahead and not try and be, you don't want to be overbearing, but you also don't want to see your league crumble. Well, that was, it ended up being a nice lead in But for the most part, uh, to me, it's a relief to not be involved in the politics or in the commissioning part for things and to just be a, a, a random owner sometimes. But for the most part, I'm in leagues that are either, either with highly competitive people or that are in our uh, little fantasy football Twitter community, and at that point, you know, I don't, I don't think many people are going to be doing anything that would possibly ruin reputation and questionable ethics, and that rarely plays in because uh, you know there's this whole supportive community on Twitter that that lets people know what's right and what's wrong, and you just kind of know it. So while I don't necessarily um, have to be in charge, and I, I don't miss it when I'm not. I can just be a random owner. I, I don't see a, a lot of problems out there, but if I did, um, I have on occasion. If, if if I see a draft is coming up, for instance, I will double check all of the meticulous 
scoring. Because every once in a while, you'll see a commissioner has left the rule like a kick return yards or, or counted as scrimmage yards. That, okay, maybe not so much now a kick return, but because the NFL is doing away with them. But a few years ago, it sure mattered. And the same thing with punt returns. Basically, all of yards of scrimmage are the same. You know, kick returners easily used to get 1,000 yards a season. That makes, uh, you know, a guy like Gil Finnerty back in the day for San Diego, that made them an extremely valuable player. If I see something like that's on, I'll send a little private message to the commissioner to make sure, hey, boss. Um, was this intentional? Yeah, is this intentional? If it is, cool Does with me. everybody know about Because no one's <laughs> going to read it but me. But yeah. if it's not, just FYI, I wanted to let you know. Got your back, Jack, you know. But Yeah. I'm shocked at how many people actually play in leagues where they don't know the scoring rules. I don't know how you can join, jump in a league, you know, granted I you think, are maybe just a casual fun player, but you still you have know to what? know what the rules are. You know what, John? I think you need to be a commissioner. You need to be annoyed and, and really irritated. You need to have people call you out and accuse you of things. Just because things aren't going well for their team, accuse you of holding them down, and just have all these stupid, annoying, ridiculous complaints and things happen for a long enough amount of time where you either get a really thick skin or you decide, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to play fantasy football. I don't want the annoyance yeah. of it. So oh, no, I, I, can, I, I can certainly I, understand I, someone just I, deciding, you know what, I'm just going to be career. I want to be franchise eight. That's it. I don't want anything else yeah. than that. Personally, gotcha. I, you know, like I said – I, I like to control, but I, I don't have to have it. You know, I'm, I'm like I said, it, it's it's easy for me to feel relieved sometimes. Yeah, and I I do everything I can in leagues that I commission to go out of my way to try and make sure every single person knows every single itty bitty detail of that rule book. To the most part, I think most of the owners that I have appreciate that, and they seem to go by it. Uh, so you know, I don't really seem to run into issues. But there are I have heard horror stories of people just not even understanding leagues that they play in, which is crazy to me. But uh, I guess, like you said, you know, they're just, they want to be franchise eight, move on. Hey, I'm in this cool league. And, you know, I just enjoy the message board. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Nothing like having a, you know, a, a, a tiebreaker that is completely up to the, your hosting site, whether it's Yahoo, ESPN, uh, my fantasy league, call somebody that thought they win to lose. And then of course the thing they're going to, they're going to vent on is you, even though you didn't do it. That's tough. You know, that's hard to deal with. And, and that puts you as a commissioner in an awkward position. And if you've gotten through something like that, you know, kudos to you. Cause I know I've had things like that happen over the years and you got to have a thick skin and you got to be able to um, do a thankless job. And one, one of the, the few things that I've hit on before is when people ask for commissions, a uh, tips on being commissioner is don't pay your commissioner. You know, he, she, or he should do it because they love this league and they love fantasy football and they want to, to, to be in charge just because they want to do the right thing. If I were given some sort of salary or whatever, I'd want every bit of that to go back into the league and to pay out to the proper champion because that's the person uh, that deserves the money, not the commissioner. They should, you know, you set an example by being a commissioner and uh, that's just, that's one of the, 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 piece of advice that I get because I've actually been asked to join leagues before where I've been expected to, you know, pay for a commissioner or to have part of my entry fee to go, uh, you know, go towards them. And I, I just don't see it. Are you telling me there's leagues where people pay? I, I would never have, I would never consider even asking okay, for a commissioner fee. I didn't realize that wasn't, I didn't realize that was an option. How much well, can I let me do in this? Maybe tell you what people can do. <laughs> it's just real easy. Um, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a, uh, 
you know, a 10 team league for a hundred dollars, that's a thousand dollar payout. Well, just read what the payout after the season is. If it's $900 or $950, there's a problem. The commissioner's taking the money on his own because he or she feels like oh, I'm doing all this extra work. And the thing is, it's not like back in the 90s when it really was a lot of extra work, and I'm talking hours a week yeah. to be meticulous. Now it's really easy. You just uh, click a switch, and uh, once the draft takes place, you don't really have to do anything. But yeah, I yeah, can't imagine want... a commissioner getting getting paid. I I mean, I like I like you said, I do this because this is what I think about all. I think about fantasy football all the time. You know, and, and and kudos to you. <laughs> it's not something that's very prominent, but it, you know, it happens from time to time. That's interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe next time, maybe, maybe I will go ahead and hit my league mates up. At least they can do it. Buy me a beverage or something. Maybe you never know. Hey, that's off. Hey, they, you know, that's a, that's not on part of the salary cap. You know, they want to give you a t-shirt or buy you a beer after the draft and give you a thanks. I'm all for that. Absolutely. That, that works. No more, no more supply of my own when they all come over for our, uh, for a salary cap, well, that, cap that option. That that drink, that, I see that depends on if you're drinking, you know, <laughs> grapefruit sculpt and craft beer, or if you're drinking, you know, Bud Light or something like that. It's a whole different issue. Uh, free is one of my favorite types. Hmm. So cold so, and uh, free. Yep, that's cold and free is the best, definitely. <laughs> so I hear good uh, things about it. Yeah, it's a solid choice. So uh, back to the back to the your Elvis League. Um, when you started. Did you guys did you guys play for money? Was it a play for money or was it just a you know this sounds like a lot of fun and we love football? Or did you guys have a buy-in in year one? Yeah, absolutely. It was it was twenty dollars a team, and back then um, That's a lot. we were all you know either not even working yet, okay, because you know at thirteen and fourteen years old you don't have jobs or allowances or anything. So that was a lot of money to come up with. So uh, you know the way to make money back then was if you got two dollars for your high school lunch is to just go buy a, ba a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and a Wild Cherry Pepsi for one dollar, and you kept that dollar. But you had to do that twenty times just to save up your fantasy money. But you know you, you made it work, or you sold some football cards or some baseball cards. You know, you, you know kids, you know. You, Jolly Ranchers were currency back then too, so you, you sometimes you could flip, flip them Apple Jolly Ranchers for for uh, more than cash value. But, but yeah, twenty dollars was was our original original buy-in, and uh, the only thing that was different about season one was we actually awarded the championship to the team that scored the most points because we didn't know any better. From that point forward, it became strictly a head-to-head -head league, and and you know head-to-head -head championship determined every champion since then. But um, it started off as a twenty-dollar league, and it stayed twenty for quite a while. Um, and then I want to say at one point it became fifty. But it's been a one hundred-dollar league times twelve for uh, probably the last ten or fifteen years at least. So we, you know, twelve hundred bucks. It, it, it's it's a pretty good pool. Um, yeah. We pulled about a hundred dollars total out of it to cover two things. And one is, uh, my fantasy which is by far the best hosting, especially for a dynasty site that's out there and is well worth, uh, the investment. And the second thing that I will pull money out for is to buy one of them giant draft boards. I know it's antiquated and you can buy software for that now, but we're old school guys who like to keep yeah. them. And, uh, You're and in reality, and in all honesty, in the last couple of years, I've made good Twitter connections with uh, my fantasy league and with a draft board site, and I have not pulled any money from the league for them because I was able to get them comped. Thank you, my fantasy league, uh, for that. 
um, via Twitter, you know, building relationships with people. I was able to get them comp. So uh, the last two years, uh, every bit of the money has gone back to the owners, which which makes me feel good. Yeah, this is uh, your your episode two in this series that I'm doing, and uh, my fantasy league has been praised both times. I've just started using it. I do enjoy it. Who knows if I uh, perhaps one day to look at me and say, "Hey, we can comp your league." That would be awfully nice. It can be a bit intense and overwhelming for new people to it, but once you start playing with it and you get your franchise's length and all that, you start playing with it. Uh, Again, mine goes back. Uh, I go back to the year uh, 2000 on, on my fantasy league. So I'm able to go to their site and it has career marks for all of us um, for 15 years on that website alone. Plus I actually manually inserted a couple of seasons into it. It takes a lot of work to do that, but uh, that's as far as I've gotten back. It's like 98 on that thing. How much time do you spend on your fantasy football leagues? You spent time inputting a league. Oh, gosh. Um, To go back – well, let me just put it this way. If you wanted to – if you have to go back and create a season on Man Fantasy League before they even existed, you have to manually put in all the scores, and you have to have all information for you. And if you don't have it written in notebooks like some losers out there, (laughs) um, if you don't have all the information in front of you, there's no way to do it. But that would – it it takes a long time. I did a couple of years, and I said – this is taking too long, and to be honest with you, no one appreciates it in my league. Uh, maybe one other guy's like, hey, man, that's pretty cool. Thanks for doing that. But the rest of the guys didn't care. So I'm like, well, if they don't care, I'm not going to do it. No, that's 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 the, the fact that not only did you do it, but the fact that my fantasy league has that as an option means you're not alone. Somebody else um, at some point requested, hey, I would like to load all my previous seasons in there. And they put that feature in just yep. for people to do it. So mm-hmm. that that is the They're like, hey, that I'm talking about. We got the feature for you, but you're on your own. We're not helping you. you know, <laughs> this is how you do it. Good luck. Yep. So uh, any any anything else from you know your your Elvis League that you, your or your ebook that you want to discuss? Uh, I, I think we hit most of the highlights, if I'm not mistaken. I've got yeah, a few I other think- things that uh, just kind of some names that I want to throw out. At some point, oh, absolutely. No, I, you know, the other part of, uh, of the ebook which I wanted to hit on was to go through some some personal non football things because what I like I said I wanted to share uh, what it, basically what it was like growing up in the nineties, um, and you know, so there's stuff about girls, there's stuff about jobs, there's stuff about personal life. So it kind of became you know a bit of auto autobiography, and it, it only covered um, what four years, 1991 through 1994. The idea where was to answer some of those questions and to start, you know, a series. And you know, I left it when you when you finish reading it, it. You know, I left it as a teaser, talking about what 1995 was going to bring, and that's my personal favorite um, ever fantasy football season. Uh, spoiler alert, because I won my first title, but also because. Uh, my favorite ever fantasy football player led me to that title, and that would be uh, Mr. Emmett Smith, who will always go down as as my my uh, first ever true fantasy uh, hero. But um, you know, like I said, I, I wanted to to gauge people's response before I started picking it up again, and. You know, I keep saying one of these days I'm going to start writing again and pick up where it left off. And anyone who actually uh, downloaded the ebook or wanted it, I would just send it off to them for free. But uh, you know, as, as my 
as, as my professional duties have grown with uh, gridiron experts and also with pro football focus. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting asked to do uh, different magazine things uh, every year and, and um, do stuff for the draft and do this radio and all that. And it, it starts to add up after a while. So it becomes, uh, you know, pretty time consuming. So it gets hard to, uh, to measure that and, and to, to have a wife and a kid, you know, I, you know, you said right before we started, you had put your own kids down for bed so you can relate to it. It, it gets difficult, but maybe it one day. Then you get some crazy guy off the internet saying, Hey, can you uh, join me to talk about it? Join him, oh, join I, 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 I was excited to do that. I told you. Oh, kid, you want Domino's pizza tonight? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll get that for you. Just let me lock the door and leave me alone. Yeah, I, I Jody was he Jody was super excited. I I will say that. I I asked him, you know, if he'd come on and he, he sent me his ebook and we had a rather long conversation, way more than I would have expected. It was it was a lot of fun. So, you know, I'm I'm glad he came on and he was great to join me. So, like I said, I have, you know, the the next part that I kind of talk about is just some a little bit of uh what I kind of call out of the league, you know, not necessarily league-based questions, but I kind of feel that people that run these kinds of leagues and commissioners in general tend to uh, like the same things. So I'm always just curious about some of the likes. And and then I threw into this little segment um, just some name and word association that I did pull from your ebook that I'm imagining the responses will be entertaining. So uh, the first thing I would just start out with is something easy, you know, favorite TV show. Uh, current or back in the day? Oh, we can go with both. Oh, man. It might be Seinfeld reruns, man, because certainly, certainly back in the day, I didn't watch it. Uh, and I started watching it more when it became uh, and on, on syndicated. So uh, that's something I watched. And, uh, well, like anybody else in the mid to late 90s, you had to watch wrestling, right? Oh, I, 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 I did not. I, I, I missed that boat, but. Uh... Stone Cold, so The Rock, all that. Everybody watched that back then. I mean, not anymore, but you know, back I, then. I had lots of friends. I was, I was ostracized for not not enjoying <laughs> it. Uh, I tried. I, I'd go and I'd watch, but I just couldn't get into it like like the way people did. But uh, they, they right. did enjoy. If you're it. hitting so, on, you enjoy we're hitting on comedy now. Did I mention the the TV show Small Wonder in my ebook? Because I don't remember. You know that stupid robot. So you're you're on a blank. You must not even know what I'm talking about. No, that was a bad show. I don't think so. So well, well, well a small wonder. I, I don't remember that. Oh, all. some some brainiac guy builds a twelve or thirteen year old daughter that's actually a robot made. It's really bad. It's really oh, cheesy eighties wow. TV. It's terrible. I wow. thought maybe I I thought maybe I made a sarcastic joke about that in my ebook because uh, every once in a while I'll put a uh, small wonder sarcastic tweet out there. Nope, there is nope. a possibility that you did, but if I didn't get the joke, I pre- <laughs> I probably just didn't register it because it's I, not like anyone I listening never, will know what the hell small wonder is anyway. Uh, they could at this point now. I'm definitely going to go Google that later because now I'm curious as to how I I love bad things. Also are funny. You know, there's a podcast called How Did This Get Made, which uh. Or how did that get made? Uh, Paul Shear. It's hilarious. It, that's what they talk about is how to tear. Alrighty, so we are back. Sorry about that. Uh, hopefully I can get that fixed up. Um, so what I wanted to do uh, was also have a couple of just throw out a name and see what bell it strikes with you. So the, the first one I wanted to ask about was Natron Means. 
Oh, God, you had to bring up Natron Means. Boy, uh, you know, for everything I hear, he's a nice guy, but, man, I'm always going to hate that guy. Um, you know, San Diego Chargers running back. Um, uh, I thought I had won my first fantasy football championship back in 1993. It was, it was basically – sewn up so we we were so uninvolved in it that we actually went out to the mall looking for chicks doing the usual teenage stuff and uh you know we came back on monday night football and we see natron mean scored and my buddy clay who ended up winning saw him score and he's like all right you know hey i only need three more and i still remember al michael said that's means third touchdown of the night and i ended up instead of getting the 120 dollars uh you know, for the league, I ended up having to hand Clay a $20 bill for a completely ridiculous uh, game that meant absolutely nothing for Natron Means, who had like five touchdowns all year to score three touchdowns against Miami. That game uh, absolutely killed me. And uh, I always hated that man uh, because of that. Nothing personal, all because of fantasy football. But yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my arch nemesis. That's and, and there's there's one more. And that's Cordell Stewart for a totally different reason. It's because I, uh, that one year that he scored like 30 touchdowns, I drafted him in my first round the next year and he was terrible. And I always hated that man ever since then. Nothing mm -hmm. personal again. Now that That's one of the things I wanted to ask. And you, you hit it, you nailed it with Emmett Smith and now apparently Cordell Stewart. I, I asked who, I wanted to ask who your favorite and least favorite fantasy football players of all times were. Everybody has those names that they just stick in your head. Uh, Jamal Lewis, I we my co-owner and I named our team F Jamal Lewis after Jamal. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't uh, like it. My favorite was absolutely Emmett Smith because well, in 1995 when Emmett Smith scored what was then an unheard of 25 touchdowns, um, he he you know he helped lead me to my first championship and um, uh, Ricky Waters was another guy that I drafted like in the 24th round that was fantastic for me. Terrell Davis in 1998 was phenomenal. Nobody will ever bring me the pleasure um, and mean as much, uh, you know, as Emmett Smith by for sure. And, and, and I always, uh, always love Emmett Smith. So uh, just a couple more questions here. Um, if Howie Long gets pancaked on a block, how many Raiders does it take to get Christian Okoye to be tackled? We're obviously talking Nintendo games here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, probably, I'm thinking, let's see, he runs over all of them, and then they come back, he runs over all of them again. And if you're really in the zone that week, you can just go to the to the goal line and just run back, yes. run through all of them again through the other goal line. And I've seen the clip on YouTube of somebody doing this. But uh, I think that, that would be an infinite. I don't know that you can even answer that. If all, if all things are right, where – where Christian Okoye or even Bo Jackson for the Raiders is in the zone that week and they're in excellent health, there's no stopping them. No tackling, no tackling. We, Doug we Mueller, the, the, the Bills fullback, he was another fun one where you'd get him the ball and he just starts running over dudes and it was great. they just go flying off. everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we used to take sacks all the way back to the one-yard line as far as we could. I Barry Sanders is my all-time favorite player, so obviously that game was just – fantastic to me so i would take mm -hmm. sacks all the way back to the one just so that i could have a 99 yard touchdown run with them i hated when i get you know 
I don't want a 98-yard touchdown. I want a 99. Uh, well, well, pro tip, you know, you don't want to lose those yards for your quarterback by taking the sack. What you do next time is you just get the kick return and run it out. The well, one. Yeah. You know, they yeah. catch it in the end zone, run right out. There you go. I'm trying to think who the quarterback was. I can't even remember his name for Detroit. Um, uh, he, he obviously oh, no matter. Um, feel like we should be able to know that. I feel yeah, like we should. wasn't know. Eric Kramer. That came around oh. a few years later. Gosh. Yeah. But, but it you didn't know matter. What? All it you did was matter. turn around and hand it yeah, off. Yeah, all you did, all you did was do the flip out run, or yeah, yeah. absolutely, run up the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. So, uh, one thing as I uh, was looking into preparing for this on your gridiron experts, uh, your uh, your R and your X make the prescription sign, which to me is intriguing because that is actually my profession. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> never never thought about that. Yeah, I, but you're right. Okay, I, I wasn't aware. I didn't know if that's what I was going to ask. Is there any? Uh, was there any background behind that? Yeah, the RX. I don't know if it was, you know, saying prescription for. Obvious I, I, I don't think I'll have to. I have to ask Mike. He he's he's the one who's behind all all the, uh, you know. I, I'm just I'm just the worker B. I just come in and do all the fantasy stuff and, and do stat projections and things like that. I can't be counted on to do hard. Actual intelligent stuff like create icons and and, and uh, do SEO and all that kind of stuff. That's like, hey, hold up, there! I'm old school, so uh, whoever, I, have to, I have to ask him about that. It's possible he's clever. Whoever enough. did it definitely uh, nailed a subtle note there. I think he's so. clever enough with his SEO. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it did have a double meaning. But you're the first person that's ever actually brought that up to me. Kudos, kudos to the creator of that. I think he slipped it in there. So uh, one thing I do plan on doing. It, with all of these is giving the commissioner that I'm having on a minute, you know, you can praise owners for the great things they do. You can tell them to stop doing something that needs to be stopped. Uh, you know, I think most people now, if, if your commissioner was bad owners, you just move on from them. But we all have definite memories of things that needed to be changed. And we have definite memories of things that were just great. So if you want, feel free to. Well, um, the one thing I would tell just regular people out there is, is for the most part, from what I observe of people, is that most commissioners, they're, they're good people. Yes, it can sometimes be a conflict of interest when they're almost always going to be owners of a franchise too. But I think most people are able to put that to the side and, and, and do what's best for the league first. And that's what I would tell any, any commissioner is you, you've got to be able sometimes to, to – to make tough calls that might actually alter friendships if you get serious enough about this kind of thing. So think carefully uh, about who you choose. Uh, you know, uh, I would, I would tell someone, get your, your group of friends. If you're going to start a league, if you're in a league and you, and you need a new commissioner or whatever, think about this. If, if you got 12 people and you were going off into a war to do service, something, you know, something that's actually truly heroic, Pretend you were a platoon. Who's the one person here in this group that you would like to be your commu- uh, your leader? Who would you like making the calls, and who would you like to follow in into battle? Who, who do you trust to make the right decisions and to do what's best for everyone in general? And and if you come up with a consensus answer here, that's probably who your commissioner should be. At times, at times, it's it, it's a thankless job, but it you know, again, I I don't feel like it's something that someone should be compensated for. If, 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 if the knuckleheads in the, in the league want to take take your commissioner out for a beer or, 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 you know, a t-shirt or something like that, you know, that I'm sure that would be appreciated, but um, 
you know, for the most part, um, there's going to be things that do happen from time to time. And you want somebody in there that's making the right call that can make, that can put their own personal agenda to the side, be unbiased and to make tough calls when necessary. And, and again, you know, if you can all come up with one person in particular, the name keeps coming up. That's probably who you should uh, choose to be the commissioner. I, I think that's a great tip. It's definitely got to be a relationship going both ways. They have to trust the commissioner and the commissioner definitely has to have the respect for the owners. Uh, it's got to be a two-way street. And I, I think that's what makes the best leagues the best is there is never a question of, of, of a lack of that. So luckily I've, I've been lucky enough that I, I don't participate in leagues where that's not the case. So, uh, you know, if you do get out of them, find a different, Absolutely. League, you know, so, and, and again, uh, you know, I'm someone who can relate to all kinds of decisions and what being a commissioner is like. And I hit on earlier um, an incident that actually caused me for the first time in 26 seasons to walk away from a league. That's how bad that commissioner uh, erred in, in my judgment. And for him to tell the league that not only am I going to cheat, you guys are going to deal with it. I'm sorry, but that's the absolute worst possible way he could have handled it. And I know I'm not the only one who left over that incident either. Yeah, that's, so that's as far as I know, that league has probably gone because it was a yeah. startup dynasty and it made it into its third season. And at least half the league is now turned over. So, you know, yeah, that, something that like was, that happens. Last if that's what you have no. leading it. There's, there's just no way. So, um, you know, that's usually how I wrap it up. I, I definitely want to thank you for coming on. And I also want to put it out there that uh, I, one of my upcoming guests is actually Justin Spear, who is runs a website called Commish Talk Blog. But more importantly, he's also running uh, a challenge. He's calling it the $4 challenge. I don't know how many people are aware of that. Hopefully more people are. His basic thing is, you know, if you donate some money, you're going to get this buy-in. You're going to get a you're going to get a bonus into a league. You're going to still have to pay into it. But uh, what I plan on doing now is my contribution to that will be to purchase some of these eBooks from Jody for some people that want it. So <laughs> if you are interested in reading Jody's eBook, I highly recommend it. Jody didn't know I was going to do this. So I'm catching him off guard here, uh, but I'm sure there's still plenty of chances to email it out, you know, but uh, if you want, I appreciate just, that, and I'll speak up for for Justin, who you're having on your next show. I'll look forward to it. He, he's legit. He's he's a good guy. Uh, I've done some work with him at, at his uh, commissioner site, and uh, I'm really looking forward to listening to that with you too. Yeah, I I think it'll be an inter definitely an interesting conversation. Every every interaction I've had with him has been great. So if you're if you want that ebook, just go ahead and tweet uh, Jody, me, Justin, hashtag it with the. It's hashtag for the numeral four. So $4 challenge. Go ahead and put that in there. You know, I am at Empire FFL. Jody is at Jody Smith NFL. And um, Justin is at Kamish Talk Blog, I believe is his, yes. is his handle. Um, but even if you just search, if you search the hashtag $4 challenge, it's it's really an interesting thing. So um I, I will cover up the next five, you know, if, if five people out there want Jody's book, get it. It is worth it. You know, and now you're going to get it for free. So just go ahead and do that. And I will cover that cost and get, you know, get that out to the people and maybe some more people will join in on the, uh, on the $4 challenge. It's definitely going to be a fun, a fun thing, I think. So uh, 
you know, thanks again, Jody. I, I really do appreciate you joining me. Everybody, you know, follow him, listen to his podcast on Gridiron Experts. You know, listen, read his writing. It, it is entertaining. Follow, you know, uh, and get his ebook. Read that for goodness sakes. Uh, if you want to follow me, like I said, I'm at Empire FFL. You can ask me questions. I'm not going to be the best on start sit decisions. You can ask. I'll give you my opinion, but uh, better off if you've got a league that you have a question about. Ask me. You know, I don't mind. This is what I like talking about. So I'm happy to weigh in. Not that my opinion should carry any weight or not, but if you're looking for a unique way to solve some situations, that's one thing I try and do is figure out a way around some of the standard rules that people just don't like put something a little more interesting and entertaining into it and people end up liking it a lot better so um you know i, I will be back on air with uh, another episode soon like i said uh, justin is going to be joining me on the next one so i look forward to that and hopefully everybody else will as well thank you very much thanks for tuning in to fantasy insanity and uh we will talk to you next time thanks a lot bye